from the Info Security Europe Conference in London. I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm pleased to be joined by Peter Tapling, Chief Executive and President of Authentify, a company that provides authentication from a distance. Welcome, Peter. Thank you, Eric. I'm frustrated. I have so many passwords and even some of my usernames I can't remember. How do we get into this situation and how do we get out of it? Well, you have to remember where the password came from. When computing began, there was one machine behind a locked door on a raised floor and the only way to touch the machine was to physically be in the room. Then we created terminals that were outside the room and when we did that, we had first, second and third shift operators and we need to know which of the three people it is, but you still needed physical access. That's where passwords started. We've now taken that password to support applications where there are tens of millions of end users and hundreds of billions of endpoints. What that's created is now people have created password policies to explicitly make sure that the passwords used at their site are not used at other sites. So for a consumer, you're required to have all of these different passwords to meet all of these different password rules. But as a human, humans can only remember five, six, seven things on the front burner. As a result, it's human nature to write things down, to share passwords across multiple sites. That's why the bad guys have figured out the rich target for them are these huge password stores at sites where the end user might not think it's really important. So when 50 million passwords are stolen from your favorite brand name, the bad guys can almost certainly count on 0.1% of those being useful at some valuable site. Clearly the valuable sites are where money is stored, e-commerce, banking, etc. So as a result, we've ended up in a situation where the financially important sites, regardless of their security, are at risk because of human nature and the risks that are prevalent in these sites that store tens of millions of passwords. Well, obviously, a company like yours comes out with some solutions to help people in that and in those situations. But it, it gets even more complex. I mean, you think about uh, multi-factor authentication. Now, you know, it, I only have one fingerprint, but I may have some kind of key that has a chain that has a, a, a device on it that, that, is, that helps me do that. But how many of these have to carry around? Is multi-factor creating a similar problem as just remembering the password? Certainly. One of the challenges with authentication is historically those systems have always been built inside out. And what I mean by that is the enterprise looks at a particular problem that they have and they come up with a set of requirements. And for a particular application, they choose a particular technology and they lay it in the hands of the consumer. That's application A. Now, application B has a set of requirements. They do the same thing. Even if they're in the same enterprise, the chances that they're implemented the same way are near zero. So for a consumer, that you have no way to interact in the electronic economy without having tens or maybe hundreds of electronic relationships with all your banks, healthcare providers, uh, your favorite news channels, et cetera, et cetera. So if all of those people started to do multi-factor authentication in a variety of ways, continuously handing you new devices, you'd have to carry a satchel that does nothing but carry your multi-factor authentication devices. Now fortunately, everybody carries a mobile phone, and the mobile device is a basket of sensors. And so you can actually use the mobile device intelligently to provide enterprise-controlled multi-factor authentication that's very convenient for the user. 
Now, we all deal with different enterprises. I mean, you know, I'm a customer of a bank. I'm an employee of a company. Uh, is, is, does this create other problems, too? Well, you just touched on the idea of personas, right? So you have a persona that says, I'm a parent, and so I have to be able to get at the portal for my kid's school. You have a persona that says, I'm an employee. You have a persona that says, I'm a business partner. And so all of these various personas are meaningful only in the context of your interaction with those particular enterprises. As a result, yes, you bring up a very good point, which is there's only one of you. Right, so who owns all of those authenticators? You know, people have taken the habit of asking questions like, "What's your mother's maiden name? What's your favorite movie?" And you start giving up that information over and over. And most people that I talk to, you know, take mother's maiden name as an example. The first time you were asked for it, you gave it. By the third time you were asked for it, you started lying. You started misspelling it. You started giving your wife's mother's maiden name. You started doing things because you felt that your privacy was being invaded. And so at the end of the day, there's only one of you. The owner of the authenticator should be you. Now, other people, enterprises, for whatever personas you have, should be able to surf those authenticators, but you should own them. So is the responsibility the individual and not the enterprise? I mean, obviously the enterprise is concerned who's going to be entering their, their systems. Well, that's the trick, right? So clearly, while... From a principled standpoint, I say you should own them. At the end of the day, you're probably not going to pay for it. The, the enterprise is going to pay for it. So as a result, the enterprise has to have all the business policy control and all of the risk control that they expect. And at the end of the day, if you ask the CEO of any enterprise, what's your electronic security credential problem, he will look at you sideways. He doesn't think he has an electronic security credential problem. He has business problems, risk problems, and policy problems. And so if we can give them a way that they can implement these authentication policies without having to do all of the implementations, at the CEO level, that will be very attractive. Well, let's talk just a bit about security as an enabler. How do you get authentication, a factor of, of security, as a business enabler? How do you t explain that to the CEO? Yeah. Well, the trick is to make it easier. Security, I've been in the security business for 25 years, and security has what I call the groan factor, right? There's a meeting with 15 people, and security's second on the agenda, and you know, the moderator of the meeting says, oh, we're going to talk to the security guy now. And everybody says, oh, nobody's cheering when the security guy comes in the room. Why is that? Well, because there's an impression that security is by definition hard. Well, reality is there are requirements in security that I know who I'm dealing with and that I know that we have policies over who can access what systems and who gets to see what data. So all of those are very valid. But the crux of it is authentication. I have to know who the person is first and do that reliably. And once I've done that, now the industry has grown up to have very good solutions for uh, access control and rights management and, and things like that. How long have you been CEO of your company? Authentify for 14 years. Okay, for 14 years. When you or some of your sales representatives go visit your clients and customers, are you talking more to business people now than you did in the past? 
Well, yeah, we always start with the businessmen. Uh, the, the business people have the business problem. Uh, and particularly when it comes to making authentication easier, uh, that resonates very well with them. Now, certainly the technology people will always be involved, uh, and they have to be very comfortable with the solution. From a vendor perspective, Authentify does everything we can to be very sensitive to the risk policies that an organization has and sensitive to the technical requirements of implementation. So it's very easy to implement, plug in, turn on, very high quality operations, you know, 100% availability, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Eric. I've been speaking with Peter Tapling, Chief Executive and President of Authentify. From London at InfoSecurity Europe, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.